Graceful day, wonderful people. You are welcome to Voice of Power Podcast. Here is the man servant of God, Bishop Zeus. There is a voice that impacts and changes lives, even the voice of the cross of Jesus Christ and of the Holy Spirit. You will be blessed to know Jesus Christ and walk in the light of his word. You will experience power for total freedom and dominion. Stay tuned in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. People of God, we, we thank God for your lives. This afternoon we are going into the Word of God. If you can spend a few seconds to share the link, if you can just share the link, hallelujah, hallelujah, we bless the Lord. This afternoon, the Word of the Lord to us is titled, Compelled by the Spirit of God. Compelled by the Holy Spirit, hallelujah. And, and, and the Word of the Lord, for us this afternoon is bringing our minds to the essence of the Spirit of God having total control over our lives. Oftentimes, when when we live our lives, we, we, we go a long way without Him. But this afternoon, the Lord wants us to turn to Him. Hallelujah. And we need to turn to the Lord. So let us begin. We, we begin from the book of Acts chapter 20 and verse 22. Hallelujah. Let, let us begin from there. The Amplified Version has given us um, a more detailed exposition or rendering of the text we are looking at. And uh, it is wonderful. The Amplified Version, the verse 22 says, And now, you see, I am going to Jerusalem bound by the Holy Spirit and obligated and compelled by the convictions of my own spirit, not knowing what will befall me there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't, isn't the Lord good? Isn't the word of God uh, so interesting? Hallelujah. He, he, he says that I am going to Jerusalem. I'm entering Jerusalem as a bound person. And my convictions, my inner desires, is being driven by my own spirit because the Holy Spirit has already bound me and therefore I am obligated and compelled to do this thing. Hallelujah. This actually wants us to understand, everyone to understand that we are all moved by powers beyond our control. And, and this afternoon, you are either moved by the power of God or by another power. I, I don't know. I don't want to describe it. I said we are either moved by the power of the Spirit or by another power. The life of a natural man is always influenced by the supernatural dimension. There is a supernatural power that is always influencing something that is in the natural. Hallelujah. And this afternoon, what, what is it that is controlling you? What power is controlling you? Is it the power of God? Is it the Spirit of God? Is it the hand of God? Is it God or is another thing? Hallelujah. The supernatural realm controls the natural. Whether we like it or not, the supernatural controls the natural. And we are in the hand of the Almighty One. And so we will point out to you this afternoon that may the Lord lead you. May the Lord control you. 
May no power have you except the power of God, except the hand of the Almighty One. No power, no power, no power, no power. Hallelujah, hallelujah. There are people in the world today whose lives are being controlled by some other powers. There are people today whose lives are being controlled by demon spirits. And whatever life you need, you must understand that you are either controlled by the Spirit of God or the another spirit. What other spirit is controlling you? As a matter of fact, this afternoon, may your life be controlled by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. 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 Is your life in the hand of the Almighty? Or there is another spirit controlling you? The most important thing for us to note this afternoon is even though we don't have control over what spirit is operating in our lives, around us, in our business, in our marriage, we don't know what supernatural entity is controlling natural things around us. But we have a choice to choose which power controls our lives. Oftentimes, you may not have power to control the storm <laughs> because the storm is controlled by natural powers, powers that God has set in place. The Bible says that it is He who has instructed the seas, the waters, to stay within their bounds, and He has instructed the mountains to be of their heights, and the birds to fly in the sky, and the fishes to be in the sea and man to dwell upon the land it is god who has designed the limits of our dwelling as a people and so what we see in nature is controlled by god oftentimes oftentimes because there are times that there are powers in the earth realm that can control what appears to be in the natural and so whatever you are seeing in the flesh whatever you are seeing in the physical the hand of god or by the devil and his cohorts so the the only power you have is the power of choice hallelujah the only power you have is the power of choice so that you have that authority over what you desire what you you link your life with what your your life is in agreement with if you don't put your head under the Lord Jesus Christ, automatically you are under a certain authority already. If you don't put yourself into the blood, the shed blood of Christ, automatically there's a certain blood that is being slotted over your head in the family. Mm. This afternoon there are some covenants to break. There are some altars, altars to pull down. And if you will join us this afternoon, if your heart will follow after the session this afternoon and pray with us, we are sure that the Lord will bring you through, the Lord will deliver you and set you free. Since your authority or your power over your life is only a matter of choice, therefore we beckon you to choose wisely and intentionally. The life of a man must be lived intentionally and with wisdom whatever becomes of you from today whatever power is that has the authority to operate in your life 
it is by your choice it is said that when you fail to plan you have planned to fail so if you don't choose by intention you have already chosen anyway if you don't choose wisely surely there's a choice you've made and believe me it's a foolish choice this afternoon may the lord himself reveal himself to you hallelujah i don't know if you are you are hearing me claire if you are hearing me loud if if the sound is okay hallelujah in this world there is either light or darkness there is either life or death it is either it is jesus christ or it is satan the holy spirit or demons hallelujah and so the first thing we want to look at is spiritual powers are behind even natural things we want to understand that clearly spiritual powers are behind natural things hallelujah matthew chapter 8 the verse 23 to the verse 27 Matthew, 20, Matthew 8, 23 to 27. Let us open the word of God. I'll be reading the NIV version. Matthew chapter 8, the verse 23 to 27. The Bible says that then he got into the boat and his disciples followed him. Suddenly a furious storm came up on the lake so that the waves swept over the boat but jesus was sleeping the disciples went and woke him saying lord save us we are going to drown he replied you of little faith why are you so afraid mm, mm. then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves and it was completely calm the men were amazed and asked what kind of man is this even the winds and the waves obey him hallelujah jesus is showing us here that he has all power indeed as the word says even power over nature power over nature the the the, the question i ask myself as i look at this text is why is the storm rising at that time upon the waters when jesus god himself in bodily form is in the boat upon the waters people of god there is a hand behind everything we see in the flesh there is a spiritual entity responsible for the things that happen in the physical we want to submit to you this afternoon that this furious storm that rose upon the waters, upon the lake, this furious storm in your life, this furious storm in your marriage, this furious storm in your ministry, this furious storm you see over your relationships, it is not natural. There is a spiritual entity that is responsible for it the storms of life that are blowing against you this storm that you see in your life hallelujah you see a tree fall by itself and someone dies beloved it is not natural it is it is not normal it is it, it isn't 
there is some power behind it and and this afternoon we want to submit to you there are spiritual powers at work behind everything that we see in nature everything if it's not the power of god since creation that is in operation there is a familiar spirit there is a demon spirit there is a demon that has been contracted a spirit that has been contracted either by occultic incantations or witchcraft manipulations and it's operating against individuals hallelujah when you look at the crazy story you understand that god created everything everything that there is in the earth when that we can manipulate we can touch we can use everything and so all nature is controlled by a supernatural power in the first sense because god created nature god is the supreme lord and the supreme authority behind nature but we are submitting to you because jesus himself who created the world was in the boat and the storm rose and when he spoke against it the storm listened to him is pointing out to us that there was another power that was behind him because jesus could not rebuke himself if it was the spirit of god that was behind the storm he could not have rebuked it why because he cannot be in opposition to himself he cannot oppose himself jesus said a house that is divided divided cannot stand hallelujah hallelujah and so the lord has have us understand this afternoon that there is some power behind everything that we call natural and the things that created the water bodies they are spiritual entities behind whenever we see natural water systems operating oftentimes when they are against lives and destroying things it is not the hand of god there are few times that the hand of god is behind natural disasters and those times are the times recorded in scripture until revelation we can't apprehend and understand until we are shown mysteries we can't fully come to bear with what is really happening but oftentimes we are submitting this afternoon there is a spiritual entity behind what we see in the nature when we see you know the lights the sun the moon the stars the luminaries there are powers behind them moving them controlling them when we talk about trees there are powers behind them animals powers behind them the way the cat is is making noise throughout the night beloved it's not natural it's not normal human beings the way some people behave they are controlled by some spirits other other things other inanimate things can be controlled by spirits a chair can be moved by a spirit your clothes can be moved by a spirit that's why somebody can can pass on a certain you know disease you know diseases are not normal they are not natural they are demonic they are spiritually manipulated hallelujah now for us to understand properly let us move from the story of the storm because the storm will learn here that jesus spoke rebuked it and the winds and the waves they listened and immediately they complied 
this afternoon there is a power within your voice which you can speak to compel you can compel the waters you can compel the luminaries you can compel trees you can compel animals you can compel human beings you can say a thing and it will have a control a controlling effect has someone ever spoken a word has someone said you know anything to you that made you think in a particular way and you went further to do something hallelujah it was just words they spoke but words they spoke had control over you is spiritual it's not natural hallelujah come with me to james chapter 5 the verse 17 to 18 oh kada hashadabaha james 5 17 to 18 let us read the word bible says that elijah was a man a human being even as we are he prayed earnestly that it would not rain and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years again he prayed and the heavens gave rain and the earth produced its crops mm, hallelujah all right let me read the version that you have posted it is powerful elijah was a human being with nature with a nature such as we have with feelings affections and constitution like ours my god and he prayed earnestly for it not to rain and no rain fell on the earth for three years and six months my god and then he prayed again and the heavens supplied rain and the land produced its crops as usual mm. i hope you understand you and you remember this story at the time of famine after the prophet declared and the rain did not come we see that he was fed supernaturally uh-huh that is this that is it the, it was a bed that came to him with food the bible says with meat and bread <laughs> What power moved the, the bread and produced the bread and produced the meat? It was supernatural. Everything you see in the natural is controlled. Even the food you are eating is controlled supernaturally. That is why you need to pray over it. Sometimes you prepare it yourself. You need to pray over it. Why? Because they are spiritual beings, spiritual agents all around who may have access if we do not apply the blood as a cover over us. This afternoon, there is some activity going on in your life, but it is not controlled by the Lord. And you want to see the Lord that, Lord, have control over my marriage, have control over my ministry, have control over my life, over my business, over my education, have control over me, over my job, have control over God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, now let, let's go back to the text and then we'll align it we've established that in the natural there are things that happen that are moved by other powers we've established that and we want you to understand now the apostles speaking uh, in, the, in the text we gave in acts 20 he brings our minds to the fact that he was being controlled by the spirit of god he said in the amplified version he said being bound by the holy spirit and obligated and compelled by the convictions of my spirit therefore he was moving towards jerusalem because the spirit had control over him brother what spirit is controlling you 
the way you are going, the way you are walking, the life you are living, the choices you are making. What spirit is controlling you, sister? The way you are going, the choices you are making, the people you are aligning yourself with. Are you being controlled by the spirit of God or does there is another spirit? Hallelujah. What spirit is controlling you, beloved? This afternoon, it's a hard desire that you be controlled by the spirit of God. But like we said, it's a matter of choice. You have the power to choose. You have the power to choose. Now, what we read in James 5 is, is further explained to us in the days of Joshua. So come with me to Joshua chapter 10. Joshua chapter 10 and the verse 12. I just love scripture. So I love to read. Even though what, what is there is already known, we prefer to read. Hallelujah. And we are reading hard copy Bible. Hallelujah. Joshua 10, the verse 12 and the verse 13. The Bible says, On the day the Lord gave the Amorites over to Israel, Joshua said to the Lord in the presence of Israel, I love the NIV. I love the NIV. He said, He said to the Lord, hmm. He said to the Lord, but listen to what he said. Sun, stand still over Gibeon, and you, moon, over the valley of Aijalon. <laughs> you see, sometimes when we pray and we are commanding, people don't understand. But, but, but because there are spirits controlling things that are seen in the natural, he was in a battle with the Amorites, and the Bible says he spoke to God. That's what the Bible said. He said to God. But the things he said was directed to the sun and the moon. And so the Bible says in the verse 13, so the sun stood still. And the moon stopped till the nation avenged itself on its enemies. Mm. There is something happening in your life. It is undesirable. It is unwanted. It is illegal that you must allow the spirit to control your life, to control the situation. You must have control over the situation. It was the sun and the moon that he spoke to. And Bible says the sun stood still and the moon stopped, which means that the time did not move a second after he spoke. So time is an element that can be controlled. As a matter of fact, time is controlled by spiritual entities. Your time to be blessed, to be elevated, is being controlled by spiritual entities. I, I say by this principle that you can determine when a certain expectation will come to pass. You, you can determine it. By controlling, having command over your day, having command over your time, having command over your breath, having command over elements and things in your life, you see rain falling you can speak to it and it will not rain it will cease to rain even those of us who have programs church programs we are going to new edubiase if you are listening and you are in in the area you can join us and it's going to be mega this weekend 
but if the rain decides to drop down there is power enough compelling power enough upon our lives we are controlled by the spirit of god not other spirits therefore we have control over our lives and the things around us when we speak a thing it can be it can be established as a matter of fact when we speak in faith it is done already hallelujah so he spoke to the sun and he spoke to the moon and they all hearkened they all listened now let's look at habakkuk 3 11. habakkuk 3 11. not many people go to habakkuk to read it's one of the important books in the bible that uh, people don't often visit habakkuk chapter 3 and the verse 11. can you post it can you post it let me let me read your version oh my god my god what power is controlling you what spirit is controlling you is it the holy spirit oh habakkuk chapter 3 have you found it oh shada da 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 verse 11 the bible says the sun and the moon stood back as before in joshua joseph's time in their habitation at the light of your arrows as they sped at the flash of your glittering spear my god my god my god so what happened in joshua is re-echoed here it did, it did. And Habakkuk is giving us the details. The details. He's giving us the details. He said, as the light of your arrows, people of God, as the light of your arrows, arrows are like words. Or let me say, words are like arrows. Riley said so. So he said, the sun and the moon stood back as before in Joshua's time in their habitation there is a habitation for the sun there's a habitation for the moon this storm you see there's a habitation for it this trouble you see in your life there's a habit there was there is a habitation for it this sickness you see in your life there is a habit there is a place that sickness must dwell not in your tent not in your room not in your life there is a place that lack and need must dwell not in your jurisdiction not over your turf Habakkuk is saying that what caused the sun and the moon to stand still was because the, the light of the arrows of God sped and the flash of his glittering spear was evidenced, was manifested. So what is commanding the sun? What is commanding the moon to stand? The words he spoke were like arrows and spear that stood in the way of the sun, that stood in the course of the moon people of God. There are people around us who are being moved and used, controlled by spirits. But by the voice of authority, even of the Spirit of God over your life, you can command them and they will be set free. You can speak a word and it will come to pass. There is some mishap in your life. You don't see control over your finances, but you can speak a word and the Lord will uphold it. You can declare a thing and it will come to pass because everything we see in the natural is being controlled by supernatural entities. And the words in your mouth are like arrows that go forth to execute your bidding. Hallelujah. Yesterday in the afternoon, we were looking at a scripture and we just want to visit it shortly. Acts chapter 8. When we came to the verse 9 to 13, we learn of Simon the sorcerer. 
Mm. Acts 8, 9 to 13. Yesterday we dealt with it. Simon the sorcerer was being controlled by a certain spirit. The Bible says that he was doing many baffling things, mind-blowing things. The people loved him and they cheered him all the time. Because the things that Simon did by whatever power that he had in his life, the things that he did, it was so wonderful. People of God, the fact that there are wonderful things in the life of a person, the fact that you sit in a particular auditorium and wonderful things are happening, does not always mean that it is by the Spirit of the Lord. Because today there are people like Simon in the pulpit. Yesterday we prayed against the Simons in the pulpit that God will move them out. But we want you to understand that they are entities, they are spiritual beings, they are things around us. Even the things that we see are not all, are not all, just things that are normal. Hallelujah. But oftentimes you must understand that there are spirits and powers controlling people. Simon was doing wonderful things. Hallelujah. Another time there was this girl that was following this same Paul. No, he was following Paul. This time it was Peter. He was following Paul and he was saying to you know all the people around that, you know, they are anointed people. The Lord has touched them. He's using them. And then the Bible said the man servant turned and he revealed that spirit. Now, the fact that she spoke well of them that indeed they anointed didn't mean that she was being controlled by the Spirit of God. We asked this question this afternoon. What spirit is controlling you? The way things are going in your family, what spirit is controlling things? You look at your business, look at your career, look at your ministry. What, what spirit are you contending with? Because there is a spirit that is moving in opposition to the will of God. Whatever you see happening in the natural, if it is the spirit of God, you will see that it will move and operate in consonance to the will of God and the purpose of God. Has God set a limit for the rain, the waters in the earth? Has God set a limit for the seas and the rivers? Then when the seas are going beyond that limit, you must know that they are disobeying the instruction of God. And therefore God is not in there. God is not moving them. Every tsunami is not an act of God. And the storm of life you are going through is not the hand of God. There is a spirit behind the scenes. There's a Simon somewhere who is being used by another spirit. But this afternoon, we want to correct your spirit. We want to correct, we want to recalibrate your spirit. Let the spirit of God have the supremacy over your life. Not that other spirit. I don't want to call names. Not that other one. I said, is it that the, the, it is the light of God that is operating or the darkness of the devil? Is it that it's life that is operating or it is death? Is it that it is Jesus in your life or it is Satan who is afflicting you? Is it that it is the Holy Spirit moving you, driving you all to demons? There's a text I wanted to visit. The story of the man, the, the man at Gadara. I love that text. The Bible said that this man was being controlled. Ah, like the scripture said, he was being driven. He was being compelled by demonic spirits to the extent that he was cutting himself. He was with stones, oh, with, with stones, with, he was cutting himself, hurting himself. And there's another story of a boy who was filled with demon spirit. He was, uh, you know, epileptic and uh, uh, all kinds of things were going on in his life. He could throw himself into fire and burn and, and, and scream and shout in pain, yet he couldn't control himself. Why? Because there was another spirit controlling him. This man at Gadara could not control himself. 
when they bound him so that he would be under the control of chains because there was a spiritual chain that he was already under he tore the physical chains people of god the fact that someone is loose out there on a certain platform singing some songs going almost naked does not mean they are free there is a spirit in the realm of the spirit that has bound them and is controlling them and is telling them what to do move your hands and moving their legs to dance that dance don't learn any dance don't sing any song because oftentimes the spirit of the lord is not in their lives because they are not pursuing the purpose of god they are not pursuing the mind of god we can tell you by scripture that it is by a demonic influence that they are doing such what power is controlling you what spirit is controlling you we need the spirit of god we need a fresh fire we need a fresh baptism why because oftentimes when we do not when we don't obey god we don't fully believe the spirit the spirit of god with us a little and allows to continue in the flesh what can the arm of flesh accomplish what can the arm of flesh accomplish what can the strength of a man accomplish what what can you do in yourself when they let you go you will go your way like jonah went his way and you end up in a ship that will be tossed about by the storms of life and all you have is to be saved by the wheel and you will spend some days in the belly of the wheel but if you go in the will of god you will find yourself sailing smooth Ah, you find yourself going in a steady path even though the path of the lord is rocky even though the path of the lord is not comfortable even though the way of life is not easy but the way of life is better than the way of the devil because the way that sinned right in the eyes of man is only good for a while because before lot chose sodom and gomorrah it was a beautiful place in the eyes of men but in the eyes of god it was already condemned and destroyed there is a life that is already condemned do not join your your time your, your tent with them do not join your hands with them there is a life that is already going reward don't join them to go into the pit of hell there is somebody who is not on the path of life for we put before you this afternoon two paths the path of life and the path of death the path of godliness and the path of sin the path of the spirit and the path of the flesh if you are not on the path of the spirit you are in the path of the flesh and being on the path of the flesh you are automatically under the control of this of the devil of demons of witches they manipulate they have their way in your life but a life filled with the spirit is a life controlled by the spirit it's a life moved by the spirit it's a life directed by the spirit this afternoon we need more of the lord we need more of god you want to pray this afternoon compel me oh god like the apostle said that i i know i know that everywhere i go i see their revelations the spirit of god is telling me don't go here don't do this don't say this don't sleep here don't join them don't defend them. Don't play that song. Don't sing that song. Don't dance that stuff. There's a still small voice that is speaking to you and I. Showing us what to do and the way to go. This afternoon, may that spirit be louder than the voice of the flesh. May the voice of the spirit be louder than the voice of friends and comrades around us. This afternoon, may the voice of God, may the voice of the spirit be louder than the voice of the circumstances in our lives. We are not moved by what we see. We are not moved by what we hear. We are not moved by what we feel 
Oh, we are only moved by the word of God and the revealed word of God, which is the voice of the spirit that is waking you up and down unto prayer. Why? Because you must be on fire. If you're not on fire, there'll be flies around you. There'll be demons all around you. And the Lord will not have you to live any longer upon the earth with demons in your life. He will come and take you out. He said he must cut the days for the righteous or unless he will have none not in the day of recompense but your days are measured by the lord and he has determined to use you he has determined to let his will be accomplished through your hand can you submit to him this afternoon can you submit to the lord this afternoon oh kabaha shadabaha the apostle said be moved being driven by the holy ghost i am going i'm heading for jerusalem there is a Jerusalem before you. It may not seem easy, but that is the way the Spirit of God is leading you. Hallelujah. I, I want us to read further. I want us to read the verse 23 of Acts 20. He said, I only know that in every city the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardship are facing me. Oh, really? 24. However, in spite of this, understanding and knowledge that the journey is hard and difficult in spite of the fact that i've been made aware that there is prison waiting me and there's hardship waiting me yet he says in the verse 24 however i consider my life worth nothing to me my only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the lord jesus has given me the task of testifying to the good news of god's grace he said above all even with the knowledge of the difficult times ahead i purpose in my spirit i purpose that's why he, he said in the in the Amplified version that his, his own spirit is moving him he has accepted that he's going he says there in the verse 22 i am going to jerusalem he has accepted it even though it is hardship facing him he's going why because he knows god is with him he knows it is well with him he knows he is being moved by god it is better to be moved by god through the waters through the fires because you know he said in his word you shall go through the fires and they shall not burn you you shall go through the waters and they shall not overrun you there's some waters in the life that you're going to face that will blow against you but because you are being built and rooted in him even because your anchor is the lord jesus that is holding fast onto the strong foundation when the storms blow against you you are upon a rock and therefore you will not collapse you will not fall but the others who build themselves in the sand you see you see them going down this afternoon are you being controlled by the spirit oh i've been moved by the spirit of god i love this song are you being carried by god is he the one moving you the vehicle you are in is he the one driving you even the vehicle of your life the things in your heart are the things that god has put there or there are things you have put there the things in your heart are the things that you cherish the things you store on your phone the things you lock away on your phone you don't want people to see are there things pleasing to god the things deep in your heart because that is what god is always looking at are there things that are pleasing to him if the things in your heart are pleasing to him then you can be sure that he will lead you that he'll control you but it will be a challenge your flesh is always going to be at war with your spirit so don't compound it don't make it too difficult for the spirit to move you by allowing the flesh to to have food every time 
the kind of music you listen to is food for your soul and your spirit but what are you feeding your spirit with what you eat is what you become that is what you are hearing is transforming you what you are watching is transforming you what you are indulging in is transforming you and there's a certain renewal of mind that must take place as in romans 12 if we don't heed to the still small voice if we don't obey the instructions of scripture if we don't allow ourselves to be used by the spirit another thing will lead us if it is in the flesh you can be sure it is the devil who is behind it if not your life will be filled with demons i pray for you this afternoon that only the spirit of god will have upper hand over you that he will move you he will use you he will drive you like we learn in acts 20 he said i know it is the spirit of god compelling me driving me moving me this afternoon you want to give your life over to jesus you want to surrender to jesus you want to say lord i give you my all i don't want to continue any longer in the flesh i don't want to continue longer being a slave unto the devil being open and naked for the devil for which is to do anything they want sickness is coming my way anytime just because i'm not yielded to you i yield to you lord now pour for your spirit pour for your fire even in the name of jesus you want to call in let us pray together hi there god bless you for listening to today's voice of power podcast may the entrance of his word in your life elevate you above life's challenges and set you up for greater exploits if you want to give your life to jesus christ pray with us say lord jesus i thank you for my life i give you all my life come and live in me walk the path of life with me as your son or daughter in jesus mighty name amen beloved you will hear from us again god bless you amen graceful day wonderful people you are welcome to voice of power podcast here is the man servant of god bishop zeus there is a voice that impacts and changes lives even the voice of the cross of jesus christ and of the holy spirit you will be blessed to know jesus christ and walk in the light of his word you will experience power for total freedom and dominion stay tuned in the grace of our lord jesus christ amen oh glory to your name all right people of god we are looking into the word of god today come with us to the book of acts chapter 2 the book of acts chapter 2 is is a, a text we have read so many times but this afternoon the lord wants to minister to us hallelujah oh indeed you do not lie oh god you are faithful ah. the bible says and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them clothing tongues like as of fire and it sat upon each of them and they were filled with the holy ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance hallelujah this afternoon our message title is compelled by the holy ghost yesterday we we looked into the word of god and we learned a great deal 
of how we are moved by the Holy Ghost and how other elements, other beings in the realm of the physical are controlled by supernatural agents. And we put forth the word of God to you, encouraging you that you would choose to be controlled by the Spirit of God, not by demons, not by witches, not by devils, not by occultic incantations or voodoo workings, but to be submitted unto the Holy Spirit. This afternoon we are continuing. As a matter of fact, our lives are better off with the full control of the Holy Ghost than our own self-ego and our human ambitions. All of us have mindsets, ideologies, a world outlook as to how things should go, how things should be, what should happen to us, what we should get. We have individual expectations. And sometimes we do things because of our human ego. That thing on the inside that says, this is what I want, this is what I want to do. And sometimes people's you know, standpoints are so strong and they hold so strong to them. And they go for to do things. Sometimes it even hurts other people. But just because they are self-centered on those situations, on those instances, they go ahead and do what they want not what is right, not what is pleasing to God. But we read of how the Holy Ghost introduced himself. He, he entered the earth realm with such a great entrance. The Bible said they were together. And as they were worshipping God and, and thanking God and adoring him, suddenly he made such an entrance. It was a sudden entrance. We are all going on our path, our own way. In life until suddenly God begins to express himself until suddenly the Holy Spirit begins to express himself we are bent on going our own way and seeking our own our own way marrying by our own choice getting to relationships by our own choice following after friends by our own choice listening to family by our own choice sometimes the way that we go does not please God and even though we listen to the advice from people around us, we don't end up satisfying the desires of God. When the voices of men control our lives, we are limited in what we can see and what we can accomplish. When the voices of flesh surrounds us, it's impossible to see the things of the Spirit in our lives. Hallelujah. But the more, the more we learn of scripture, the more we look into the word, the more we learn how to be submitted unto the spirit. It was a sudden entrance that the spirit of God made in the room that day. It was a sudden entrance he made in their lives. It was a sudden come, coming in, a rushing in. Bible says that the sound they heard was as of a rushing mighty wind. Isn't it surprising how we are going on our own journey and we are led by our own passions and suddenly there is a force that is driving us like a bird that lands off from the, the branch of a tree going towards a certain destination and all of a sudden a certain strong wind from the eastern side is blowing the bird of course off its journey. It started out with 
a Google navigation to go to a particular location. Then all of a sudden, her network systems, which is allowing her to go in the way that Google Drive is moving her, she, the bed is moving off course because there's an eastern way that is risen against her. And all of a sudden, the bed finds itself in another place. Hallelujah. The bed finds itself landed in a different, a totally different environment. Sometimes, coming onto the path of righteousness, oftentimes finding the way of life, the way of faith, the Zoe life, living the life of Christ, happens suddenly. You were going your own way with your guys, with your own wee in your pocket. All of a sudden, you hear someone preaching, and that is it. The Holy Ghost arrests you, and you can't do anything but to be submitted unto Him. You are going after some girls in the hood, and all of a sudden, a word that maybe someone preached some days back begins to, you know, play back, and that word begins to allow the Spirit to arrest your whole being. And so you are on your own course, going in your own direction. But all of a sudden, God begins to let a certain light shine in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I say this is an experience most of us have gone through. I, I, I was, in, you know, in secondary school doing my own thing, you know, focused on learning and, and you know, uh, doing what I think is, is good for me. And all of a sudden, I'm invited to this prayer meeting and I'm like, hmm. What, what is so different with this prayer meeting? And I entered and almost everybody is speaking in tongues. Ha, cool, shut up, ha, my God. <laughs> what are the experience? And I'm like, I, I want this. I want to be a part of this. I, I want this experience. Hallelujah. And, and so I, I, I desire, I desire to be a part. I desire that uh, I, I will definitely also have to be blessed with the anointing, with the presence of the Spirit in my life. And, and I, I, and following after, I prayed, believing that I'll also be baptized by the Spirit. This experience we read of in Acts chapter 2 is an experience that everybody has to, has to partake. Everybody has to have it. And I know we all have our stories. If you are born again, if you are filled by the Spirit, you have your own, your own, you know, um, story to tell. But, but, this, this afternoon, we, we, we want you to understand, okay, that we need to be submitted unto the Lord. We need to be submitted unto the Spirit of God. Every time. Every time. Because you do not know what power is at work in darkness coming after your life. What power is risen against you in the realm of the Spirit that is trying to control you. Hallelujah. Already the flesh is at war with the Spirit. The Bible says, so there is a constant battle going on in each one of us. Our human nature is always in opposition to our divine nature. What we are, who we are in the spirit, is, is always opposed by who we are in the flesh. The flesh desires things that are leading unto death. But the spirit is desiring the things that are leading unto life. And so the two cannot often merge and agree and go together. It's only possible in a submitted life. If our lives are submitted unto the Lord, if our ways are submitted unto the Lord. He said the presence of the Spirit came in strong and mighty. Suddenly, 
they came in so the way the spirit of god came into that room came into their lives that is how he often comes into our lives suddenly where we least expected we see god coming in strong for us when we were not looking in the direction of god all of a sudden the light of god began to shine searching for us to bring us in to himself this afternoon is our heart desire that our lives will be controlled by the spirit that we will be compelled by the holy spirit hallelujah and so that is the first thing we note that he he, he moves suddenly without prior information suddenly he comes in and he gets our attention and the bible says that and the presence of the spirit filled all the house filled the room in which they are and other rooms in the house the presence of the spirit filled it how much of the presence of the lord is around you how much of this presence of this presence we are speaking of is with you right where you are the bible says the spirit filled all the house where they were sitting he filled means he occupied he took possession of the house the house you live in even the house you are in in your body your body is a house for you is, is it filled with the spirit are you filled with the spirit is your atmosphere filled with the presence of the holy spirit that is what we want us to look at this afternoon let our heart desires be after the things of the spirit to have more and more of the spirit in our lives hallelujah more and more of the spirit this afternoon and the bible continues to tell us that he appeared unto them there was a physical manifestation it's not enough for you to have the spirit of god in your life and for you to know it but it is enough when there are physical manifestations of the spirit of god in your life in in acts 2 we see this physical manifestation that is rare we don't often see it it, it takes grace a certain form of grace for you to see these manifestations of the spirit but the manifestations of the spirit are given for unbelievers to believe the manifestations of the spirit are given so that our faith will also mature you may believe in jesus you may believe in the active work of the spirit of god but when your faith must go on to the next dimension the manifestation will come for the game visible tongues as of fire that means the 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 element was in the shape of tetrema a tongue but it was it was as if it was on fire because it, you know fire flames do not stay in one place they seem to be moving they seem to be moving back and forth or sideways fire burns that way so that is how this manifestation was like it kept you know having that pointed air towards the top part and it had a base that sat upon them and and it was like a flame but it was not a flame it was like means it was not it was like but comparable to it in its appearance in the way it was hallelujah i am here to hear of of such you know stories being told of the presence being manifest in that way but but the tongues of fire it's one it's one of the ways that the spirit of god manifests hallelujah which other ways can we talk about we can talk about the dove 
The Bible says that as Jesus, Luke reported that as Jesus was being baptized, the Spirit of God descended on and sat upon his shoulder in the form of a dove. So, so the dove is another symbolism of the Spirit of God, another physical manifestation of the Spirit of God. Especially when it, it, it's, it's a, in, an, I know, a being, an element in the form of a dove descending. Hallelujah. This, coming from the heavens, coming from the skies. And, and like Jesus' situation was, sat on his shoulder. And then there was a voice to confirm what was happening. Hallelujah. So the dove is another symbolism of the Holy Spirit. Now we are spoken of tongues of fire. So we have to mention fire, the element fire. It's another physical, you know, manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes you can see fire and you think that it is real tangible fire that burns when you touch it. But you go closer and it's just a burning bush that is not being consumed. Ha, hallelujah. The, the experience of Moses was nothing but a physical manifestation of the Spirit of God. Fire, that seems to consume, that seems to burn. The fire, the fire, the fire. This afternoon, I, I feel the fire being kindled in someone's life. I, the anointing is strong right here. You may not be walking about in town with a dove on your shoulder, but surely the presence of the Spirit can be manifested on your life. There, there will be that glow. The fourth element you can mention is the light. The light that glows around you. Bible says that Moses descended from the mountain with, with his his face and his being transformed, transfigured. It was a glow of light. A glow of light. That is the fourth. The fourth tangible manifestation of the Spirit of God. A glory light. A glowing light. Sometimes it will sit upon the head or around the head or all over, you know, the whole being. There are some of the early fathers, even in our world history, that we have recorded that they had that experience. Papa Abraham had that experience. Anytime the Spirit of God was kindled upon him and he was to minister and touch people, the, the, his face glowed. Ha! shut up. I God. What an experience. His face grew. It was not just him. There were other people. To the point that some of them began to cover their heads with cardboards. Because we were getting attention and attraction. Because of the presence that was manifest. We are talking about the tangible presence of the Spirit. That moves us. That drives us. Onto purpose. Onto the will of the Father. Not just to, you know, to smile and be happy about what you are seeing physically. But that is, is becoming you to do something. When Moses saw the burning bush, he came closer, number one. Number two, he heard a voice and he paid heed to it. And number three, as he walked away from the burning bush, he knew the presence was going to be with him always. Because that's what Jehovah told him. That I'll be with you. I need you to go forth and do my bidding, but I'll be with you. So the manifestation comes to order our path. Comes to order our lives. This afternoon, is there a path you are upon? And is there a way the Lord will have you to take from today that you need to pay heed to His voice? And thus, He is bringing a manifestation of His presence right where you are. By, by personal experience, sometimes when the Spirit of the Lord visits, when His presence is all around, your body systems will not support 
what they are experiencing. And so you have your physical body shaking. Hallelujah. You shake. Some fall. And we say they are slain under the anointing or slain in the spirit. So your body shakes and falls. It's an experience. Maybe you are in your workplace, so you don't want to shake and fall to get attention. But there are other means by which the Spirit of God can express His presence around you. And you will know that He is with you. The Bible says that the wind blew, a strong wind, so a wind. That is number what? One, two, three, four, five, right? Six. Six manifestations. The sixth manifestation is winds. A wind is strong air, so you can say air as well. Cool breeze. Cool breeze. Oh, I feel him moving. I feel him moving. I feel the Spirit of God moving. So, so we have the winds of the Spirit, which is in the air. When it's cool, you feel it on your skin. Cool breeze. It can enter in like someone intentionally open, you know, the door. Meanwhile, the door was already opened, but you feel him come in in the form of a wind. Strong, cool air comes in like that, forcefully, makes its way into that space where you are. Mm-hmm. Maybe in an auditorium, in a church service, and, and he comes in that way. He comes in. Hallelujah. The next element of the presence of the Spirit we can describe is rain. Rain. Rain, that is droplets. Droplets. Sometimes you will have that experience. It's, it's, it rains on you alone in the place you are, on the house. You, you Rain is another. Then water. Well, we're not talking about water as in coming from the, the sky, which is rain. But all of a sudden, there's, there's water in the place. Water in the place. Water. Either it's coming from the earth or it's around. Then in, in another form of water is the mist, mist, which is not smoke, but that cold, you know, airy, you know, uh, humid presence of the spirit, the mist. Then of course the smoke of his presence, the smoke of his presence, it, it, you can have tangible smoke, <laughs> you see it, you can experience it, and it will be right there with you. The total presence. Then the cloud. The cloud. In the Old Testament, we saw the pillar of cloud. And then the pillar of testimony, which was the, the, the cloud that was in the tabernacle, which, which came and sat upon the tabernacle. And the Bible says, each time they saw it, they said, Kabod, which means glory has come. The grace has come. But when it lifted off, they said, E Kabod, which means the glory is lifted. So the cloud, which is a different form of the same air and water put together. Then the cloud can also be a cloud or a pillar of fire. So we have mentioned fire. So alongside fire, you note, if you are taking note, that fire can also be in the form of a pillar. That says, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm praying for you that the presence will be activated right where you are. Because the Spirit of God must take control. You must be driven. You must be moved. You must, you must be drawn, pulled along. The way of the spirit. Oh, shadadadadadakapa. But, but beyond that, in verse 4, something else is happening. Bible says that, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues. They began to, that was a physical thing. 
it wasn't something that you know spiritual and therefore is no no it was physical they spoke and they were heard by people when you read on from the verse 5 i just heard heard them speak and they spoke in different tongues that's what the bible says in diverse tongues other tongues other tongues is the tongues that is not native to them it's not native to them a tongue that other people in other places of the earth have understanding to and communicate therewith they began to speak and diverse tongues is speaking different languages heavenly languages and so they spoke and they were heard and and that is a common experience that we all can relate to oftentimes that we all speak we all speak in tongues when we have the spirit of god in our lives hallelujah i don't know what your experience has been i don't know how the spirit of god is coming strong upon your life this afternoon but but i can sense the move of the spirit beginning right where you are the manifestation of the spirit right where you are bible says that just as it happened in pentecost day a time came that the, the man servant peter was asked to go to the house of Cornelius, and the same experience as he spoke they were all slain they fell under the anointing under the holy spirit and they began to speak it was a physical manifestation they were being moved by the spirit to speak if it was not for the spirit of god they would not have spoken in tongues but they spoke in tongues why because the spirit of god moved them and when you follow the account of acts chapter 2 you realize that it was not just that they were spoken in other tongues but peter who was timid now became bold so you can have all of a sudden someone who is timid who is going wayward who is not stable becoming stable who is not focused becoming focused who is timid now having courage and showing it and so peter spoke he preached he had not preached with such power before he had witnessed to people talking about jesus and the kingdom of god because jesus sent them out oftentimes to minister to people but here the account we read in acts chapter 2 after the spirit of god was upon them and he began to speak to the people he addressed them with such depth of understanding it couldn't have been by his human abilities as a matter of fact he was a fisherman what are you talking about he could not have known all that he was talking about because he didn't study it it was given him as the spirit of god spoke through him i feel the spirit of god coming strong upon your life to use you to speak through you can he have your voice can he have your eyes can the spirit of god have your hands i feel the anointing is up to you can he have your legs to drive you to use you to go places where he wants to go can he have your mind to think and process issues as he would want you and come out with solutions tangible realistic solutions that will shake the world that will move the world forward can he have you this afternoon this afternoon can the spirit of god have you hallelujah may you be compelled by the holy ghost it's been long since we had people being compelled bible says that we cannot be drinking with wine wherewith men indulge in debauchery and other sinful acts we cannot be drinking with wine but we must be drinking with the spirit it is allowed to be drinking in the spirit it is allowed but to be drinking with wine no 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 because when you are drunk with wine you are under the control of alcohol under the influence of alcohol 
Imagine someone who is under the influence of alcohol and the things they do. Sometimes, most often, they are not aware. They are not aware. Only if you are aware. But even those who are aware, they can't do anything. They can't control themselves. Hey, my brother, my sister, I'm, I'm watching you and I'm imagining how you say you are under the Spirit of God. And all of your life, throughout this year, you have not done much under the control of the Spirit. Everything you said, you said because it was you. You were angry, so you spoke. It was you. It wasn't the Spirit. You were happy, so you, you danced. Not, not because the Spirit moved you. You, you. you went to that room. You went to that house. You went to that party. You joined them. You did that. You did that. You said that. Not under the influence of the Spirit. So I ask the question, under what power then were you on? Under what power were you? Under which power were you? Who was controlling you? Who was driving you? Have you heard someone say that after they have done something wrong, it wasn't me, it was the devil? Have you heard that before? Oh, you are you underlying, so respond. I, I, have you heard that before? Someone say that, I don't know what happened, but soon I realized I had done it, I had said it, I had gone there. I don't know what came over me. Have you heard someone say that before? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you don't know what came over you? you. You don't know what came over you? You should know. You should know. It's a matter of choice. Yesterday we told you that it's either you are being controlled by the devil or you are being controlled by the Lord. It's simple. You can decide, you can tell yourself a nice story that you're not being controlled by the devil. It's only your mind. It's only how you feel. It's only your heart. It's only your choice. You have a choice. It's your ego. Yes, you have your ego. You have that, that choice as a human being to do what you like. No one is going to force you. But by learning this afternoon that if you don't choose which side which side of the realm of the spirit will have that upper hand over you? You leave yourself into an automatic control under the spirit of the devil. An automatic control under demonic manipulations you have no control. The man by the tombs of Gadara. Bible said he was controlled by demons. He was cutting himself, ruling on the floor, not minding that he was naked. My God, what a life. Could it be? Could it be that yes, you are clothed right now. You are wearing clothes, but in the spirit you are naked. Could it be? Could it be that you 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 don't seem to be you know hurting yourself in any way physically, but gradually by letting yourself go and not coming under the control of the spirit, you are cutting yourself. There are sensations in your soul. You are being ripped apart by the affliction of the devil. That you are being oppressed by the devil. Oppressed, manipulated by witches. Could it be? Could it be that because you are not flowing with the spirit. And you are not letting the spirit of God have control over you. Could it be? That that is why the witches can come for your head as soccer, football. And play. And return it anytime they want. And you wake up with such migraine, headache and you don't understand. Could it be that they are gradually sucking your blood and you are not aware because you are not allowing the spirit to take control over your life? Could it be that you are not choosing the way of God and therefore you have chosen the way of the devil automatically? Could it be? 
Could it be that the reason why you can't control your anger is because there's another spirit controlling you? Could it be? You think you are in control, oh man, and that is why you are drinking. That's why you are going after women. That's why you are doing what you want. You are smoking. You are doing everything that you think you, you can do. Uh, you tell yourself that, oh, life is short. Let me enjoy. And you are enjoying. And you think you are enjoying. The devil is using you. The devil is using you. You are being manipulated, brother. You are being manipula- manipulated, sister. If you are not under the full control of the spirit, then ask yourself, what power is controlling you? This afternoon, may you be compelled by the spirit. May you be restricted by the spirit. May you be confined by the spirit of God. May you be controlled only by the spirit of God. Hallelujah. You can't be a slave to, a slave to two masters. You cannot be a slave to two masters. You can only be a slave unto one master. Choose with me this afternoon to be a slave unto Jesus. To be a slave unto the Holy Ghost. And not unto wine. Unto Alomites. What's the, the recent uh, alcoholic beverage that is uh, making advertisement everywhere? Uh, what is it? Uh, what do you call it? Alomo or... Uh, I, I don't even know. I hear some. Is it Joy Daddy or something? Choose to be under the influence of the Spirit. Than under the influence of friends. My dear sister. My dear brother. It's a, if you don't choose the Holy Ghost, you have automatically chosen the devil to control you. Don't tell me it's your flesh. Don't tell me it's your desire. Don't tell me it's your emotion. And I felt like kissing him. Don't, don't tell me that, you know, Rob. Don't tell me that. Because you are moved by your flesh and you say it's your flesh and that is all. Beloved, there is a control. And the control is either by the hand of the Spirit of God or by demonic agents. I pray for you that you be compelled by the Spirit. But it comes by you choosing. Because I'm imagining if they didn't choose to be in that place that afternoon, waiting on God, if they didn't choose to wait on Him to pray, if they didn't choose to go to church, if they didn't choose to read the Bible, if they didn't choose to wait on God to fast and pray, if they didn't choose it, Cornelius and his household, they were fasting that day. When Peter was was on his way coming, they were waiting. It's a choice. Won't you choose? While you have breath, won't you choose? Who will be your Lord and Master? While you have life in you, won't you choose? Which power will control you? The things you have been doing that you can't stop, won't you choose today to allow the Spirit of God to control you? Hallelujah. Sometimes we sing, I surrender all, I surrender all. And in, in reality, we surrender only our lips in terms of what we are saying that time. But after the rest of our body, it's for some boyfriend or some girlfriend or some man or some woman or some sister or it's for some wine, some wine, some wine, or it's for some TV game or some something. We we indulge we, we in so many things that it's not because we are under the influence of God or His Spirit. But because there is another spirit somewhere that is remote controlling us. Can you take the remote control from the hands of your enemy this afternoon? Can you do that for me? Can you take the remote control from the hands of the devil who is manipulating you through you know, the operations of witches? No. Don't say that your house witches are strong. They are not stronger than the power of the Lord, even the Spirit of God that seeks to operate in you. That's what the apostle said. That we can accomplish all. As a matter of fact, God can do all things through us. Why? Because His power is at work in us. I ask you this uh, question this afternoon. Is the power of the Holy Spirit at work in you? 
or in some other power that is at work. Maybe it's tremor. Mercy, Lord. Or in some cocaine. Mercy, oh God. It cannot be mentioned concerning you that your life is such a reward life. How can you go that way of taking cocaine or tremor or abusing wine? Or abusing anything at all. These days we abuse almost anything. People abuse food. Yes. People abuse food. And they are under the control of food. They, they, <laughs> mercy Lord. They, they live to eat. They don't eat to live. Oh my God. I pray for you. That nothing will control you. I, I've met people in the past, in the course of our ministry, who were being, you know, afflicted by demons. And sometimes you are, you'll be baffled. What? the demons compel people to do the demons can compel people to eat rats i've I've heard such stories the demons can compel people to indulge in so many ill acts and and it's surprising even the humanity is lost humanity is lost you look at the way young girls and young women are going today basic principles of humanity is lost you read the Leviticus and you, you, you understand, you know, sexual things. They, they, they are multiples. And today it's fashion. A man and a man, a woman and a woman. It's fashion. They are under certain control, brother. They are under certain control. Don't tell me it's human rights. When did human rights become more important than the rule of God, the reign of God? We are in a theocracy, not a democracy. It is theocracy. It is God who is ruling. It's God who is ruling. And if we don't submit unto him, then other things will control us. And if we will brand it and say it is human rights. Human rights is only now becoming a full expression of human foolishness. Even animals won't go the way. Even nature, other things around us than humans won't go the way we are going. Because at least nature is oftentimes in the control of the supreme declaration of God. When he said, let there be, let there be, let there be, let there be. When he said, let there be, there's a divine instruction upon trees. There's a divine instruction upon dogs, upon cattle, upon goats. There's a divine instruction. When he said, let there be, that word is controlling nature around us. But we who were made, oh, by the hands of the Almighty, by the hands of Yahweh, who were made and therefore his breath, he breathed in us and caused us to live. Therefore, we have been given the, the, the autonomy over our lives to choose. And that is a singular power we have. We don't have any other power than the power of choice. If we can choose and choose right, then no power will be able to overpower us. This afternoon, we want you to join us in prayer. Let's leave our lives submitted unto him. We want to pray and ask the Lord to take full control, to compel you, to drive you, to use you. Like he poured forth upon the apostles and the disciples on Pentecost Day and followed after in many other instances like that of Cornelius. May you also receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. May the Holy Spirit move you, drive you today. May the Spirit of God use you today. You want to pray that prayer this afternoon. That Lord drive me. Lord use me. Have your way in my life. I submit unto your control not under the control of wine of alcohol of tremor or anything this is the young girls the way they smoke the things they do lord not me not me 
my life will be controlled by your spirit. I submit unto you. You want to pray that prayer this afternoon? I submit unto you. I submit unto you. I submit unto you. You want to lift your voice and pray? You can call in. Let us pray. Control of the Spirit of God. Under the control of the Spirit of God. We pray for you that He will move in your life. The Bible says, tongues of fire sat upon them. May the manifestation of the Spirit of God, even in the form of tongues of fire, touch your life. Even in the form of a dove that appeared and sat upon Jesus. May you see that in your life and ministry. May the sign of the Spirit, the pillar of fire, or the fire, droplets of fire, or flames around. May you see that in your life and in your ministry. The glow of light, the glow of light, the glow of light. May His presence cause your physical you know, being to glow in the light. And you, you feel some, some move in your body right now. Right now, right now, right now. You, you feel some warmth around you, the blanket of the Spirit. You, you, you feel your, your body, your fingers tingling. You, you feel there is an anointing. The presence of the Spirit is being activated around where you are this afternoon. Your physical body is responding to the supernatural engagements in the room right where you are. In an atmosphere of possibilities. In an atmosphere of miracles. In an atmosphere of breakthroughs. In an atmosphere of healing. In an atmosphere of restoration. You feel it. You feel the presence of the Spirit. May He come in there in a school breeze. In a, you, you may have even the, a, a fan or air condition on, but you still feel the air has just shifted. That is the Spirit of God. He's manifesting. He's coming forth. Or rain, droplets, droplets, droplets. Or the mist, or the smoke, or the cloud of His presence. Or you're speaking in tongues right now. You can call in the Spirit this afternoon. Let the Spirit of God take control. You don't want to be submitted. You don't want to be under the control of which is any longer. You don't want to be under the manipulative control of occultic beings around, occultic men and women around. The way they are chanting and mentioning your name and things are beginning to happen, but you want to submit unto the Lord, unto the Spirit this afternoon. You want to pray and give your life to Jesus right this afternoon. Because we said already to be controlled by the Spirit, to be given power to have that control means you have been given power to be means you are already a son a daughter of god you want to pray that prayer father i give you my life i give you all that i am i thank you for your word and i submit unto you have me lord as your son have me lord as your daughter let your will be done in my life even today and evermore in jesus name amen hallelujah you want to pray control me holy spirit more of you, more of you, more of you, Lord, more of you in my life. And the other day, a brother asked that, I, I, I want to pray more. I want the Spirit of God to fill me more, so I pray more. What an endless request. It's going to echo in eternity. That, that desire to follow after God is going to echo in eternity. When the book is open, even the book of remembrance is open, it will be said that your life was lived under the influence of the Spirit, not under the influence of any other thing. That is pestering people in the end times. This- Hi there. God bless you for listening to today's Voice of Power podcast. May the entrance of His Word in your life elevate you above life's challenges and set you up for greater exploits. If you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, pray with us. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for my life. I give you all my life. 
come and live in me, walk the path of life with me as your son or daughter in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Beloved, you will hear from us again. God bless you. Amen.